Hi, welcome to 3Dog. My name is Anna, and you're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat, and let's get started. All right, y'all have joined a Supta Baddha Konasana in progress. Swallow the tea first, but uh, yeah, then you can you can get there. Take take some time to decompress. We have a whole hour of decompressing from the, the stuff of life, but for sure in these first few moments, you know, let the pressure come off, like whatever the the pressures may be. Feel like that, that sensation, like after you uh, get off a long airplane trip and you step out into just the sunlight the space outside of the airport. Decompression that happens to the body. Get that same sensation to occur here as you breathe, soften the periphery of you, like the jaw muscles, muscles of the hands, the toes. throw space between your ribs moving your breath in and out feel the shape change of your rib cage Register that as freedom of breath. Whatever we get up to tonight, however advanced or vigorous the asana, we want this freedom of breath. It's going to stay, right? And you're going to refine the asanas around this freedom of breath. Your next inhale, slowly draw your knees toward one another. Exhale, put the feet up off the floor and tabletop. So the feet flex in tabletop. And you can go big toes touching as a point of practice, as a way of aligning yourself. The heels would be slightly apart, just like they would be in a traditional Tadasana. And then light movement of your leg bones in over your low belly. And then bring them to vertical where you're working, but you haven't lost freedom of breath. Lowest ribs down. Then heel tap right when you inhale. Extend the heel down toward the mat. And it's an extension of the hip crease. Bring it back to tabletop. And then left heel, and then back to tabletop, big toes touch if you want that point of practice. Right heel down. Exhale, bring it back up, big toes touch. Shin bones are parallel to the floor. Left heel down, bring it back, thigh bones vertical, shin bones horizontal, big toes touch. Then right leg forward, 
wall pressed up front. Bring it back, tabletop, big toes touch. Then left leg out and forward. There's a pause there like you're gonna just like tap the wall and, and hold it there. Bring it back and then right leg like you're pressing the front wall away. Legs tight and straight, then pull it back. And left leg out, steady yourself. Right leg is staying at that 90 degree angle. Bring it back and then knees into your chest. And just check in with your breath in this moment. It may have been held for a little bit there. May have been held a lot there. Steady it out again. We'll take the arms out to the sides. Belly twisting pose. Now you can be as precise with this as you like or not. Work with that freedom of breath so that you are doing steady work side to side. And rinsing out of the, the body that we, we you know, the yoga lore of this, right? The side to side action, the twists and the uh, squeeze and soak that they talk about. Right? But mostly we're aiding circulation through our body by moving it. And we can be uh, more lined up with that. Like big toes touching, heels slightly apart. You could put a block between the knees. Keeping the legs in the same shape, regardless of where you are along the trajectory of the twist, is the way to kind of make that more precise and do more abdominal work. One more round through. We'll bring that back to center, knees into the chest. Give them a good hug, breath again, and that just totally free rhythm. Breath in. Here, just center yourself, feel your shoulder blades, your sacrum, that center on your mat. And then curl up, nose to knees with your exhale, and really tightly. Your sacrum is up, both shoulder blades are up. And then you inhale, reach long. Shoulder blades are down, sacrum is down, lowest ribs down, heads down. Then you're going to curl up, knees are going to go out to the sides. You're going to reach through, tap your toes, the feet are together, inner edges are pressed together. And inhale, reach out long. Big toes are touching, heels slightly apart here. Then knees over to the right and legs, arms over to the left, press leg to arm, toes are touching, heels are slightly apart. Inhale, reach long, toes are touching, heels slightly apart. And then knees over to the right, I'm sorry, to the left, arms to the right, arm to leg, leg to arm, toes are touching. Breathe in, reach long. Reach through again this time. Extend the legs out straight. Your sacrum is up off the floor. Your shoulder blades are up off the floor. Bend the knees, toes touch. Reach out long. And then knees into your chest. Give them a good hug in. Breath here. And breath out. The soles of your feet to the mat. About hip distance apart. Reach your arms back toward the wall behind you. Lace your fingers and press the knuckles back. So you're stretching along the side body, 
breath in, lift your hips. So you've got a bridge, but without the use of the arms. So hopefully the legs working. And then the arms are they're about eye level, not quite to the floor, but you're pressing the knuckles back here for three. Two. And then as you exhale, slow release of the bridge, bring the arms out like cactus. Turn the fingertips up toward the ceiling, press the elbows down into the floor and lift your shoulder blades. Shoulder blades lift off the floor, squeeze in toward the center of the back. Elbow points working down, back of your head working down. Breath in and then breath out, slowly release. We'll draw knees into chest, nose to knees, knees to nose, rock up and back and make your way around to down dog. Pause here, set your gaze, be still. And look forward to your hand, walk forward. Ragdoll pose, same thing, set it up, wrap the arms, drop the head, we're just here for a breath. Be still, work into it. Let it work on you. Right, so rather than the usual habitual default ways that we do things. I had this, like, just paying attention. Hands to your mat and walk your feet together. Pressing into the floor, come up to standing mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, bend your fingers. Elongate, accentuate the reach. And exhale, we'll bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, forward. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach. Breathe out, full forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push. Breathe in, upward facing now. Breathe out, down duck. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach out, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing. 
breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round, press your feet down, reach up. Exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe all the way out to down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out full. Sunbeat. Ukatasana, sit back and reach. Hands through your center line rather than throwing your arms around. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Step your right foot forward. Quiet step, light step, silent step. Press your back foot down. Reach up, warrior one. Exhale. Hands to heart. To the mat. Plant some step back. Go low. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe out. Down dog. Left foot steps forward lightly, back foot flat, press into your feet and reach up, squeeze your arms, bend your fingers, put your eyebrows down, hands to heart, to the mat, step back, high to low, breathe in, upward facing dog, breathe out, down dog, look Forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Oh. Sit your hips back, ukatasana, sit deeper, reach higher. Exhale. Oh. Breathe in, lift halfway, feel your muscles in your back working and plant your hands. Step back, lightly low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog, you empty. Right foot steps forward, light. Back foot flat, extend the pose, lengthen, sit deeper, reach up. Hands to heart center, to the mat, step back, high to low, be sure all the breath is gone, then upward facing dog. 
then downward facing dog. Be sure all that breath is empty. <laughs> Left foot steps lightly. Back foot turns flat. Breathe in. Reach up. Lengthen the stance. Sit deeper. Reach higher. Hands to heart. To the mat. Step back. Low push up. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, lengthen. Feel your mid-back working. If you feel that it is, if you don't, it's not. Then exhale, bow forward. Hug to your legs, get in there. Sit your hips back. Lift your heart high. Ukatasana longer and lower than you think is possible. Exhale. Bow those bent legs. Stay in it. Breathe in. Lift halfway now. We're going to straighten the legs, but work the mid back. Plant your hands lightly to Chaturanga. Breathe out. Breathe in. That was good. Breathe out. Down dog. Kind of empty here when you step a bigger step than before back foot flat back leg is tight send the front knee forward sit deeper reach higher hands to heart to the mat step back low push up breathe in upward facing breathe out down dog Left foot forward, a big step. Back foot flat. Sit low into the front thigh. Then reach up. Take time. Be sure you're at the deepest and highest level you can be. Then hands down. Step back. High to low. Breathe in. Upward facing down. And breathe out. Downward facing dog, pause here, full breath. Notice, are you as fully extended in this pose as you could be? Hands down and forward, outer hips up and back. Could the stance be longer? Could you have more reach? Okay, so now that you have to, you don't ever have to, but we don't want to be dead to our practice. Right, always inquiring. Is this it? Look forward, walk, or lightly hop, top of the mat. And breathe in, lift halfway. Heart forward, mid-back working. Yeah. And exhale, fold down and in. Always in the inquiry. Right? Is sit? Is there more? Sit back, ukatasana, chair pose. Right? It doesn't always have to be more. You can choose differently. You can only choose if you know. And bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe, your feet apart. Feel the mid-back work. Heart forward as you step the right leg back. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Press into your feet, breathe out. Fingertips to the mat and full palms, left leg up and back. Squeeze it tight. Exhale, bring the knee into the chest. Hike it up, shin bone close to the thigh bone. You step lightly. Breathe in, reach up the deepest lunge, the biggest reach you got. Hands to heart, 
up in front, step up, feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, oh, right, there is no external measuring stick, but there's where you are today, sit your hips back as low as you can, then lift your chest, Ukatasana, the deepest sit, the biggest reach, exhale, fold, plug in, get there, breathe in, Lift halfway, heel, toe, feet apart. The left leg back as you pull your heart forward. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Sit deep in the front thigh, tighten the back leg, reach. Hands to heart, to the mat. Right leg, up and back. Make sure it's not dragging. Bend your knee, knee into elbow. Tight, 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 tight. Silent step. Press into your feet, then reach. Hands to heart, up in front. Take a big step. Breathe in, lift halfway. And then exhale, bow forward. Right, there is no external measuring stick, but there is your internal compass. Ukatasana, sit back and reach. Do you feel your side bodies lengthening up to your ring and pinky fingertip? Then exhale, bow forward. Do you feel yourself hugging in and really getting some work done there? Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel your feet apart. Feel your fingertips alive on the floor. Your heart moving forward as you step your right foot back. Landing, lightning, pressing your feet, reach up. Feel your feet to your fingers, the depth, the reach. And hands to heart, fingertips to the mat. Feel them, fingertips. Then plant your hands. There's a reason we're doing it that way. Squeeze the leg, reach. Bend the knee, heel to bum. Pull forward, knee to chest. Bring the shin bone up and step. Breathe in and reach. Really reach from feet to hands. Hands to the mat, slowly step up. Press in the front foot. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Hold, feel the hugging. You got plenty of time here to really get in there. Know it's the most you can do. Sit your hips back. Know that's the lowest you go and reach high. Exhale, bow forward. This is the most you can do in this moment, right? You don't need to do anything more or less. Breathe in, lift halfway. Toe heel your feet apart. Feel the fingertips in the mat. Left leg steps back. You pull your heart forward as you do. Then reach up. So no springboarding off those hands. Hands to heart, then fingertips down. Fingertips, then palms. Take the leg back. You're trying to find the small stuff to pay attention to. Bend the knee into your chest, heel to bum. Go forward. Pull the shin bone up away from the floor, then step. Yeah. Press down. Sit low in the front thigh. Lift the back leg tight. Then hands down up in front on fingertips and step up. Yeah, yeah. might be dramatic, but it doesn't have to be. Breathe in, lift halfway, draw your heart forward, know that your mid-back is working, and exhale, hold Good. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose, and know that you are at the full height, from heels to head, baby toe to pinky finger, then hands to heart center, and pause. Breathe. Breath in, breath out, 
Inhale your right knee up to hip height, be precise. Right. So no swinging, no bouncing, and you're being precise. Turn the shin in. You're lifting the leg as if you were gonna bring it into a pigeon. Breathe here. Then bring it back, shin bone vertical. Take the leg out to the side, hip stay level. Bring the knee back to the front. And then heel toward your back wall, inner heel leading up toward this ceiling. Bring it back forward, knee in line with the hip. Turn the inner thigh, inner shin up. Cross the foot over the standing leg, standing pigeon. Right hand to right foot. Standing leg raise B out to the side, hips stay level. Right hip's gonna try to lift because our ego wants to get the foot way up. But where is your right hip? Then pull long through both sides of your body. Evenly, steady, breath. Bend the standing knee, flip the grip, dancer. On your exhale, slow release, foot to mat, hands to heart. Feel your feet lift your chest, breathe in. And breathe out. Left knee up, just to hip height. Hips stay level. You're gonna turn the left leg in, so you got inner thigh, inner shin, moving up toward the ceiling. And keeping the hips level, bring the knee out to the side, hip height. Knee to the front, and then heel toward the back wall and up toward the ceiling without tipping forward. Left knee comes forward, leg bone rotates, and you, the foot crosses, standing pigeon. Catch the foot with the left hand. Standing leg raise B, the leg is out to the side. Both side bodies equally long. So left hip stays down in line with the right. Check that in yourself. Lengthen through both sides of your body. 
you know, bend the knee, slide the hand around to dancer. Breath in. A slow release on your breath out. Foot comes to its footprint. Hands to heart. Set your gaze. Breathe in. Breathe out. Root down through your left foot. The right knee comes up in front. And out to the side. Foot to the leg. Hips level, body vertical. Lace your fingers, press your palms up uh, toward the ceiling or toward uh, the ceiling slightly in front of you. But the arms stay over your collarbones. You will see them you know, really well in your peripheral vision. Right? So like your entire arm will be there for your peripheral vision. Press your chest up, press the palms up. Keep the arms in front of your face. Sternum lifts up. Standing foot down, cups of the palms up, side body elongate, and hands to heart, and foot to mouth. Feel the two legs stay still in your body. Where are you going? What are you doing? Root your right foot down, left knee up to hip height. Leg out to the side. The foot to the leg, hips stay level. Place the fingers, see if you can do the other one in front. Press the palms up toward the ceiling. Arms stay in front of your face so that they can stack with your collarbones. Collarbones, shoulder blades to arm bones. And then foot presses down, cups of the palms press up. You want to get the arm stacked directly over the foot. It's the sternum goes up. Back of the neck stays long. Breath in. Heels of the palms up. And then breath out. Hands to heart, foot to mat, pause. And read on the sensations in your body. Fear pressing down, abdominals are drawn in. Heart's drawn up. Back of the head is drawn up. Next inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push up. Press the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, squeeze your legs. Squeeze the legs. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Right step, right foot steps as far forward as you can go. Back foot flat, warrior one. Keep your thigh bone low, open to warrior two. Right, so as the leg moves, the hips don't lift. Right? Or maybe yours did and you need to put them back down. That's totally fine. Right? The ideal is not always what happens. And that's fine in life and in yoga. 
Walk your back foot back one step. Then pull into your front heel. Deepen that. Okay? Now, if you like totally lost your you know what and everything is too overwhelming, then like don't, right? Go back to where you're safe. But if you can, you do. And that's just it. This idea of power yoga, right? You're just taking your default out of it, taking your reservations about yourself out of the equation. You don't always have to be doing more. You don't always have to be fighting for it. In fact, don't. But there's what you're capable of tonight. And if we're not going to that full extent, then what are we doing? And if we're not willing to have that be more than we think it is, then what do we think the yoga is going to do for us? The yoga is not going to magically come and tap you on the shoulder. There's no yoga fairy that's going to tell you it is time to go deeper. That is the inquiry process. Next inhale, straighten your front knee and take triangle. Good coordination with the building cells. Rest your feet down. And you can assess this. Like maybe your triangle does need to be shored up a little bit for you to have balance. So here's some things. Triangle, three points on the floor. That's your feet and your hand or your feet and a block. And those three points are working down. So I will tell you that your shin is not the floor. A block can be an inanimate object like relating to the floor. Your shin bone is pressing down into your ankle. So you're working fingertips, you're working feet, or you're working palm and you're working feet. That's your first triangle. We do it other ways sometimes, like when people don't have blocks or when we want to work for a specific goal. But your triangle is these three points planted down, like they're like dug in like fence posts, and then radiate up and out. Good. Soften your front knee, come up to stand. You're going to turn toward the side edge of your mat for straddle. Feet parallel, go hands to hips, lift up, find your hip crease, and then hold on it. And hands to your mat. And again, this is a, these are the technical details of this. Your hands are to the floor. They could be between your big toes. They could be between your heels, right? Prasara to A, your head is not on the floor. So if you are head to mat, that's a sign that your feet need to walk together. Right? You want there to be room for this pose to work on you and to draw your head down. Like maybe over the course of a few breaths, your head gets to the floor. And again, you walk your feet in. Right? Cool. The hands, they can press forward. When they press forward in the same direction as your toes, right? And they draw you toward your legs. They don't have to, right? But you want like, like just active hands and arms right? so that the entire body stays in this pose. This is no time off, right? If you want to rest, right, then you just take child's pose. Otherwise, it's every cell, every fiber of you engaged doesn't have to be to the nth degree of all get out. Right. But as fully as you can be right now, because you didn't come here to this mat to waste your time. 
the next inhale, draw your heart forward. This looks great. Right. And soft knees press up to stand. Turn toward the front of the mat for pyramid technique here. Feet are at least hip distance apart. Right. Look straight ahead and feel where your feet are. Your back foot slightly turned out, your front foot's turned straight ahead. Your heels are at least hip distance apart. If you have your hands to your heels, I'm sorry, your hands to your hips, right, a lot of H words, hips and heels in the same line or wider right, apart with the heels. Right? Can you feel that? And if not, no big deal. If you wanna like look now and you need to know, you know. Right, but can you feel it? And if you can feel, note your ability to feel. So we don't take the shortcuts from the external. Feel what's going on inside. Lift your chest. Bend the front knee just a bit. Bow. So we're bowing to the inside of the front leg. And then if your body needs for you to lift your back heel, do that. Take your hands to the floor or to blocks. Um, there may be another variation, but I want to get to hips right here because we are... Uh, I'll be honest, we're a little catty wumpus on the hips. So if you've got blocks, use the blocks. One hand will be on either side of your leg. So that's one of the ways that you know that you are uh, in good alignment here. Pull your outer right hip back, uh, hip crease back. Good. Two hands on the floor, or blocks, or whatever you got. Pull your right outer hip back. Right. Looking to define center there with the hips. Then straighten your front leg, right, as much as you possibly can. And that may mean that you take blocks underneath your hands, right? And that's totally fine. Keep your head dropping, use the blocks as needed. But your front leg, unless there's something wrong with the knee, like, not wrong, shouldn't say that. Go back, go back. Unless your, your knee does not bend and it hurts and you try, right? We don't want anything to hurt. But if it's just a case of like at this moment in time, you cannot straighten your knee, get a block, get your hands higher and straighten the knee, right? And like just come away from the default that my knee always has to be bent in this pose. It does if straightening it hurts, right? Do not hurt yourself. I am so. Otherwise, these poses, triangle pyramid, they are straight leg poses, right? Like it's being said, you don't have to force yourself into anything. But we do lunges, right? We've done lunges, we've done warriors. Those are bent knee poses. How are these different? And yeah, definitely like do not give up your knee to this pose. But the key right, is to elevate your hands in order to allow that to happen. Next inhale, draw your heart forward. When you exhale, step back down dog or low push-up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Left foot forward, a bigger step than you would like to take. Reach up for your one. Like if it didn't kill you, it didn't kill you. Open up where you're two. And stay low in that transition. Or if you notice that your hips lifted up, put them back down, bend your front knee into it. 
and take your back foot back. Sit deeper in the front thigh. Now, if you've lost stability, things have become too overwhelming. You have to roll your eyes to the side, whatever it is. Right. And probably there too, too much, right? But if you can set your gaze steady straight ahead by turning your chin and then softening the eyes, if you can breathe steadily in and out, if you can pull into your front heel to sit deeper, Right, then you're fine. Right? This is supposed to be one of those things where like, you're not real sure how many more breaths you got. Right? Like, you're not worried or well, it's just yoga. It's just yoga. Right? But to get in here, to get the essence of what a warrior pose can do for your body, your heart, your mind, right? Well, it's called warrior. Steady, soft breath. Right? You gotta like go like, you gotta go like kung fu warrior here. Like those guys were never stressed out. Here, watch up there, never stressed out. Right. Sit low, pull into your front heel. See what's what's available if you pull into the front heel. Like don't let this be dead. Don't let it be static. And on the inhale, straighten the front knee. Hinge at your hip, take triangle. This is another one where if uh, the front knee wants to bend, right, if it's a case of like the knee joint itself needs that cushion, then for sure. What often happens is we just get to the point where it's like, it's a little bit easier in this pose to bend the knee a little bit. Press your front foot down, press your back foot down. Check that you're evenly pressed through all three points of each foot. You're not holding on with toes. There are no white toe knuckles. You can go hand inside the foot. You can go hand outside the foot. The hand is not heavy. It's rooting down so that you rebound up. So if you've got fingertips down, you're not getting white knuckles. If you are getting white knuckles, right, that's your sign to press your feet down, pull your heart up. Get out of the hand, rebound from it. And so it's a, it's a side plank, right? From hand to hand. Feet pressing down, it's like you're, you're gonna like tear the mat in half. And then abdominals, like they're pulling your leg muscles up through straws, holding in, good. Press your feet into the floor, pull your hips to your center line. Lean your shoulder blades back. Good. Bend into your front knee here. Come up to stand and turn toward the side for a straddle. This time, if you'd like to lace your hands behind you, lace the hands behind, lift up. And again, hinge. We're starting to beat. Now, you may want to go heels a little out, toes a little in. That would be the uh, the, the technical prescription here to help us bow a little deeper with the arm bind doesn't have to be there with the arms bound or the hands released like you could just go anywhere you want to with the hands you could hold your calf muscles you could hold your shins you'd hold your head and give your hands something to do give your arms something to do give your jaw something to do the muscles of your face upper back whether you're squeezing the shoulder blades in toward each other or softening it and letting breath happen. 
one really kind of true phenomenon here is that when we bind the hands, the hips try to go back. Don't let that happen. The weight stays in the front of the feet. This is one reason why you may want your toes turned lightly in, and we do not want the toes turned out. So be sure you've got parallel or that slight pigeon toe. And that will help you come forward rather than shove uh, the hips back. It's amazing, right? It's just amazing. Our body is so cool. It knows what it needs. Breath in. And the slow release of your hands. Rest your feet down. Come up to stand. Turn toward the front of the mat. And take your hands to your hips. And pause here. Pause upright. You know we're going to be in this fold for a while. Like we're going to be in the pose like until the jumping off point. So stay upright. And then feel out hip distance. Right? What's, what's exactly hip distance? What's wider? Take your time feeling it. And then like what's, what's closer than hip distance? The way we used to do pyramid on one track. Why? I don't know because some guy a long time ago said so. Uh, so. Feet at actual like leg distance apart, just fine. Feet wide are also just fine. When I, you got the, the, the limbs here, the legs out to the side. You've got your sacrum and your spine at the center. So just, just conceptualize that. Feel your body. You've got two legs. They come together at the hips and sacrum. And the sacrum, you move from like, these two columns into one column of the spine. That one column of the spine, when you bow, is going to go straight down between the two columns of the legs. And it's tricky because they're like on different planes, right? They're different. But it's the same idea. Like when you're standing upright, your spine is between your legs. Here, your spine is between your legs. But then what happens? The left hip tries to come forward and the right hip tries to go back. Do the opposite. Pull the left hip back. Pull the right hip forward. With that action... You're not going to get out of it. None of us are going to get out of it if we're doing pyramid. It's going to have to continually happen. You may want to step the back foot back or forward to help make that happen. Play with that. Investigate. Not everybody needs the same thing. And then this whole idea of, of the front knee, right? Go ahead and bend it a little bit. Bend your front knee a little bit. Then use that a uh, little softness to add more to this foot pressing in and the back, right? So sometimes we will bend the knee in this pose specifically to do this action. Now, press your front foot down and forward, send the hip crease up and back. That action is a straightening action of the leg. And if your hands can stay on the floor, everything feels really good with that, awesome. If blocks are more appropriate for you to keep your low back happy with you, right? Because if your low back is unhappy, it's not unhappy with your yoga teacher. Right? <laughs> May think it is. Right? Like we can, we can just like take care of yourself in every moment. Right? In two ways, we're doing that all the time in yoga. The first is not hurting ourselves. Right? That's ahimsa. The second, like the, the yama that comes right after that, satya, truthfulness. Are we in this? Are we here? Are we doing what we're capable of? Right. That's just saying. It's just you don't have to go to any extreme. Just like 
what are you actually capable of when you put your mind inside your body and get the things doing the same thing at the same time, right? And so the mind being in its ever-present dance of, I don't think I can, I don't think I'm good enough, I'm tired, there's stuff that's, you know, distracting. Like We're all there. We all are there all the time, right? It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But the, the truthfulness in our practice, that satya, comes from being an honest inquiry. You are enough. Like, you are enough. That just is. So the pose isn't a measuring stick. It's not about that. never has been. It's just like, whatever you got tonight, are you putting it into what you're doing? Regardless of the outcome, that is the karma. Draw your heart forward, plant your hands, step back, high or low pusher. Breathe in, upward facing down. Breathe out, down dog. That up dog after a long pyramid is just luxurious, isn't it? It's just like, whoa, thank God a back bend. Look through your hands, walk or lightly crawl to seated. Come on down to your back. Go right for bridge. Just however you get there is one. And it's just like vinyasa element, right? No hurry. I just breathe. This is your best bridge ever. Great. And if it's like, there's not, then you start walking your feet to where they need to be. Press them down. Press your arms down. Press the back of your head down. Good. Another element to add to your bridge. When you're kind of digging your heels in, you're kind of pulling right, the weight forward to your feet. Right? Give the weight to the feet rather than the neck. Yeah, that just seems logical, right? Pull the heels in and press your arm bones down. Press the back of your head down. Good. Breath here. And then breath out slowly. Come on down. Excellent work. Super good. Have a breath. Slow let it out. Plant your hands beside your ears. Press your hands and feet down. Come up for a wheel or something that approximates wheel to the point at which your shoulders are capable of doing that without harm, right? There starts to be the even the semblance of harm, right? You just slowly come away from that. Whatever you got in you tonight is here, it's present, you're doing it. You're in an investigation of what's possible. Not attached to the outcome. What can you feel? What can you be doing for yourself in this moment? How is the pose able to work on you because you are here? And breath in. And then slowly release down. Take your time. When you get there, Subtabhadikanasana. Super good. We're back where we started. 
We're going to go right into receiving mode. That was a lot of giving. And here, back in this posture of being held by the floor, being open to the air. We did all that core work in the beginning, so guess what? You don't have to do it again now. There's your anxiety relief. Breath in. Breath out. Bring knees to chest slowly. Enjoy a good hug in. And then release that till your sacrum is level. Let your knees move in just big circles opposite one another. So you're making figure eights and uh, just kind of switching up the rotations each time. So it's super weird. They feel like they're going in different directions, but uh, what's actually happening if you get these kind of leg bones moving in the figure eights that meet at center and then disperse again, they're actually moving in the same clockwise or counterclockwise direction. You don't have to think about that too much, but if you can tap into that intricacy, do. And then on the next clockwise transition, right foot to the outside of the left thigh, recline pigeon, no hands needed. Stay here, breathe in. Breathe out. When you breathe in, let the recline pigeon move over to the left. Tap the heel to the mat. Still just relaxing the upper body and receiving. And on your inhale, back to center. You're going to catch the right foot, outer edge of foot with the right hand. Left leg extends forward, right leg out to the side in Supta B. Left hip stays heavy on the floor. Body kind of wants to list over to the right for most of us. You're going to really anchor your left leg down. Breathe. Then bend your right knee, holding on to the right shin or ankle. Roll onto your left side, side lying dancer. Heel toward your sitting bone, press the hips forward. And then a slow release back to center, knees in toward your chest, give them a good hug. And then you let the legs loose and you can go for the uh, clockwise, counterclockwise circle. So it could be one knee in each hand, you could let the knees go and you're just feeling for the counterclockwise, clockwise action of the legs and getting them and to that, what feels like opposite, but is the same. If you like that head trip. 
And then on your next counterclockwise action, take left ankle over right thigh. And then arms out to the sides and you pause, you breathe. With an inhale, take the legs over to the side, tap the left heel to the floor. Have a breath here. And slowly back to you. Center, you'll catch the left foot with the left hand. Right leg extends forward. Left leg extends out. So to Padangustasana B. Bend the knee, you hold on to the ankle or the shin as you roll onto your right side. Side lying dancer, breathe here, press the hips toward the side wall. Legs hug toward one another, so the uh, single leg squeezes tight. Left leg hugs toward it like you're holding a block between. And then on an inhale, you're going to unwind and come on back to center. Hug your knees again. And happy baby or upward facing frog pose as you like it. Breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. And then release to Shavasana. Unwind. Let go and let good. Finishing postures, movements your body needs, anything that's going to make you more at ease. Feel free to do those things now. And allow for deep rest. Again, the the idea is decompression, of taking the, the boundaries, the borders of, of you, letting them soften. And that decompression allows us to be at ease, also allows us to be more outside the box really hard to allow ourselves to grow and to be and to evolve when we're compressing ourselves. It's time we allow our tissues to receive whatever learning is in the practice for us. The system to down regulate, to be more at ease with 
where we are, how we are, who we are. Nervous system is more at ease. Because lessons can be processed and truly learned. When new information can come in. And those things are, are present for us here, but not things that we can actively precisely control. They occur because we can let go and stay present. Take your time here to enjoy your space. When you're ready to come back, start with deepening your breath. Move it out through your body. Feel your arms and your legs, your fingers and your toes. And just allow the you know, smallest movements to awaken your senses. Then you roll gently to your right side. Pause there. Your way up to seated. Take a moment. Have a big shoulder shrug. Empty your breath here. The, the outer shell of you stay soft, almost porous.
hands together, heart center, let the sternum lift to you, the thumbs, feel the brightness there. Thumbs to forehead center. Moment of pause for appreciation. That was excellent, y'all. Thanks for being here. Namaste. Namaste. Well done. Super great. Drink your water. Do all the good things. Eat well. Tomorrow may need a little hamstring therapy. Sorry, and not if you'd sorry. Like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash three dog yoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.